two men who are often fast and often furious but so rarely do we get to be both at the same time welcome to not playing i'm lex i'm dan dan you sound just furious so far when can i get you fast <laughs> well you can have me in two days or less <laughs> oh, perfect. this is dan prime basically prime yeah <laughs> uh well we've well, dan, started making the same jokes early this week <laughs> dan it's uh it's time for us to watch what i believe is called furious seven is that the official title that is the official title and I was Someone thought that this. was an idea. They were like, yeah, well, why not? Let's just do that. <laughs> They're like, I got a good one. This is a witty We've already choice. done Fast 4. It seems only fair that we give Furious a chance to shine. I'm just, I'm annoyed that it's not, that the S in Furious doesn't carry over to the S in 7. Like, I want it to be Furious 7. Oh, yeah. Furious 7? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like that. I like that. Kind of like when they did the movie 7, and they had, like, yes. a, the number 7 in it. Yeah. My sister once went to a frou-frou summer camp where she had a friend whose name was Susan with a silent seven. Whoa. <laughs> that's not really relevant to this conversation other than sevens, you know. Yeah, that's fair. So, Dan, I've been thinking uh, all morning, and it's, it's early morning as we start this film. I've been thinking, you know, what, is, what do I know about Fast and Furious 7? And the answer is, or Furious 7, the answer is absolutely nothing. So I, I did what I'm not supposed to do, which is like I looked it up for Ooh. a second because I didn't know who the cast was. So I, now I know. I got Vin. I got The Rock. I got uh, Statham. Is that how you say his name? Yeah, Jason Statham. Sure. And the, the, when, when I was loading it up on... Uh, we're renting today from iTunes. If you want to watch the exact version we got, we got Fury 7 from We got iTunes. the same version, too, because we're professionals. Yeah, which is what we do, like, most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they have to... Uh, do you know anything about the, the, the storyline of this film? I know nothing about the storyline, but I do remember some of the commercials from when it was coming out. So all I know, and I don't mean to spoil anything for you, but all I know is that <laughs> the there's plots are an very intricate. <laughs> there is an incredible tracking device, like an ingenious tracking device that these guys have to get for some reason. <laughs> and that's what's going to happen. And I think they're pitted together against Statham. I believe that is the situation. What I'm getting from this is that it's kind of a commentary on the whole like ability of the federal government to uh, track your vehicles without getting a warrant. Like that's like a like a meaty, a meaty legal issue. I think it's, you know, talking about the surveillance state and just sort of like who's watching, who's being watched. Like, you're, you're, it sounds very complex. Honestly, you said a meaty legal statement and I got hungry. And that's all that I started thinking about. <laughs> I will say I do have a story about this movie, um, which is... Please. So I believe, as we've uh, alluded to in the past, that this is the movie that Paul Walker died while they were filming. And oh, he died during the filming? I didn't realize that. I thought he always died in between movies. I no, I think he died time. while they were filming this. And I remember this because I remember where I was when I saw that he had died. I was actually in Los Angeles at the literally at the LA auto show, which mm. was very surreal because there were more than one booth that was like using kind of the Fast and the Furious as like a branding thing. You know, like a like or like showing one of the movies on like a in like a booth. You know, it's like going to Macworld, right? Except it's just full of cars. Um, <laughs> oh my god! The same thing. It's full of cars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I just remember wandering around, and it was like 
you know, this was two. Th- I think that was 2013. And so I, you know, I had my smartphone, but even at that point, smartphones, they were popular, but it wasn't of the level of today yet. So I feel like right. it wasn't like everybody there was buzzing about this. It was like, I had seen this and I was like wandering around thinking, I don't think anybody else around here knows this. This is really weird. And it wasn't, I feel like it wasn't that far away either since I was in LA. I think it was in California where he, yeah, maybe so even in the Los Angeles area. Here. Yeah. Why were you at the LA Auto Show? That doesn't seem like a thing that I would imagine you doing. <laughs> uh, I was there because I was visiting the family of my ex-girlfriend who lived in Los Angeles, and we were just looking for something to do that day. So we went to the auto show because... Went to the auto show. Yeah, I like, I like cars. I enjoy cars. Okay. So I do like the LA Auto Museum, the Peterson Auto Museum. That's I have awesome. not been there. I have not been there. But there is a local museum, a uh, car museum, transportation museum in Boston that also has some really old cars, which is awesome. And that well, the the Peterson Museum I think has a lot of movie cars, which ah, uh, okay, um, like DeLoreans and whatever. Sure. So, yeah. but then my next question is: Do you like me appreciate the restraint shown by Paul Walker that when he starred in these movies, he never changed his name to Paul Driver? <laughs> well, we've had a good run here on Not Playing, <laughs> and uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. <laughs> Dan, I'm telling you the truth. I was thinking about it this morning. I'm like, man. I am not fired up to see this movie. <laughs> like, I was thinking, like, what? I feel like they haven't consistently improved, right? They haven't consistently gotten worse. They're just all the same movie. And yeah. so I am hoping today, I am rooting to be surprised and delighted. I'm hoping that, like, this one feels to me in the description like they're really leaning into that heistier side again. And so I want to see, like, is that what's going to happen? Is there going to be, like, a, a, a followable plot line with normal bad guys and we're going to go after this tracking device and have some yeah. well, political <laughs> ramifications that you were referencing. Like, is that what, yeah. I would like that. I may have oversold it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I will say that even if this one does not meet our very high standards, it is the penultimate, at least in the, in the movies available to us at present. So we have only this and then the fate of the furious to watch. And then we're done. We're clear. If we want to, we never have to watch another Fast and Furious movie in our right. lives. Right. We can decide on Hobbs and Shaw. Yes. Yes. But uh, there are... Calvin there are, and Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Calvin Hobbs and... Uh, oh, there must be a Shaw somewhere. <laughs> what bothers me is that if this is the penultimate episode that we... Or the penultimate movie that we have to watch in the series that we missed in the previous episode, referring to it as the anti-penultimate, A-N-T-E. Uh, that's probably true. Is, oh. the, the second so to last. The words yeah. ultimate, penultimate, and anti, anti-penultimate. I learned those words in the opposite order. Like penultimate was the anti-penultimate word I learned. And then penultimate was the penultimate word I learned. And then ultimate was the last word. You've not, you haven't learned a word since ultimate. (laughs) That's it. Exactly. Your vocabulary stops. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Well, so Dan, I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm fired up to watch this movie. The thing that you you lied, you just said you weren't fired. (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm fired up to start. I'm I'm fired up to be done watching this. (laughs) All right, well, the sooner we start, the sooner we finish. That's my motto. The, but the thing that bums me out is that only you and I get to watch this movie. Our listeners have no way to watch along with us. No, that's not true, Lex. Au contraire, what? mon frere. Uh, sorry, that was a terrible French accent. I won't do that one again. Au contraire, mon frere. Lex, if people out there listening decide, I want to watch this movie along with Lex and along with Dan, they can do that. They can do it by becoming members of The Incomparable which they can do by going to theincomparable.com slash members. They can sign up for one of the membership plans. We have several different options at various price points that each come with super cool perks. So, for example, 
You can get access to uh, finished shows before they're edited in our bootleg tracks. You can get access what? to members only specials, including our lovely commentary uh, for these movies via the first class members tracks. You can get access to the incomparable member Slack and hang out with people from the incomparable and other incomparable members in a, in a nice, loving, cheerful community. Uh, and there's there's other premium additions as well. For example, we just started a new campaign of Total Party Kill, which will be streaming live only for members. So no, wow. otherwise, if you're not a member, you're going to be waiting a while because uh, there's a bit of a Total Party Kill backlog. <laughs> so go to theincompable.com slash members, pick your membership plan, and then you get to choose which shows get your support. We here, just me and Lex, I mean, there's only two people involved with this show. Uh, we hope that you'll throw a little support the way of not playing because we really appreciate it and i'll tell you this you know there was a time when i I could imagine like oh that seems like a pain how am i going to sync up my podcast with your movie watching that's going to be annoying i will tell you and it it delights me as much as it surprised me the people who do it really seem to love it we hear from people on twitter almost every time talking about how they enjoyed watching along with us so do that watch along with us you're gonna have a good time probably don't watch the fast and the furious without us that's sure why would you do that to yourself that seems like an error so dan yes i have some congratulations in order for you please tell me you have now seen furious seven furious seven furious even Let's start with just a couple important facts before we get into our analysis. I had mentioned to you as we were watching that Gal Gadot was in the credits. She was, uh, but they removed her scene. <laughs> what? She, she was in the opening credits, although she only appears in a still picture. But in a deleted scene, it turns out that uh, she would have rescued Letty in the first place. Ah, Okay. All right. Okay. So, like, because we knew she was one of the, she was with like the bad guys crew, who she, yep. who Letty went to work for, right? And there was something like uh, three hundred fifty CGI shots of of Paul Walker. I'd say it was better than I thought. I didn't, aside from those last couple, which looked a little off. Like yeah. the last ones, they they took footage from like one of the earlier movies and like inserted it. To. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they had one of his brother was like a stand-in at some point, right? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Two of his brothers, Caleb and Cody. And then they changed the story arcs, I, th- I guess, for it looks like Paul Walker and Jordana Brewster to like basically be like they're getting out of the life. Yeah. Which is f- fine, I guess, because like, yeah, no, we'll get to the analysis. What else stuff. are they going to do? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so what'd you think, Dan? How'd you feel about Furious 7 overall? I will say, I think I liked it better than the last one we watched, but I think yeah, not, I agree. not as much as the fifth one, which is the one I think we both <laughs> kind of liked. The first one with The Rock. I guess I would say this. I did not think it was, I didn't think this one was bad. It's Again, these are, these are just not movies for me, mm-hmm. but I thought this one at least had like an interesting storyline. I thought that they did a nice job of sometimes forced it too hard, but there was, you know, plenty of comic relief in this one. Yep. Yeah. Usually with a handful of characters. And I don't know. I thought it was, I thought it was okay. Yeah. I I didn't hate it. No, I mean, they did a nice job of, they didn't rely on let's do a couple 
action sequences that are really drawn out. I felt like they kept it moving. Like it felt a little punchier and a little more, um, uh, let's not keep hitting the same beats over and over again, but like, let's move on to another stunt or another part of this stunt where there's something else going on. Um, so let's have a little more stuff outside the cars with some more interesting martial artists. I think a lot of that kept it feeling not as draggy as the previous one. Yeah, I agree. It, it, I, I thought that every fight scene was absolutely ridiculous, more oh, so yes. than in previous ones. I agree. Um, but I agree. I thought that they, they didn't get too hung up on anything. There were no chase scenes that felt like they lasted for half an hour, with the exception right. of the uh, the big helicopter situation set at piece end. at the sure. end. Yeah. Um, which, for me, like I did not enjoy that. <laughs> was, sure. Yeah. That, that scene dragged. That was, was like, can I play a game on my phone while I'm watching this? I chose not to. I chose to remain committed. But I well, it did that. feel like a. Uh, it felt like a video game at that point. There's definitely a couple scenes where I was like, yeah, I could see if you were playing this in a video game, this might be entertaining. Like, oh, there's the scene with the helicopter, and like one of the guys has to be down there shooting it with a with a machine gun so that you have enough time to drive your car and drop the grenades on him. But like, you know, feels like it would have been more entertaining to be playing than watching. Yeah, I can't argue with any of that. But so I don't know. I guess I would say I liked some of the performances. I think that as we discussed and as we've discussed every single time and uh, listeners who are patient with us, thanks for listening each time. But man, this film franchise does not care about women at all. It really doesn't. It really, the only, I mean, Michelle Rodriguez's character seems to have the best development. But even her storyline was even hers ridiculous. is not good. It's not great. Right. Her job is to remember that she's madly in love with and married to Vin and Diesel. And bring Vin Diesel back to life at the end. Yes. Jordana Brewster as Paul Walker's wife is she's literally like put away a breeder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I really like uh, Natalie Emanuel who played Ramsey because she she was on Game of Thrones actually, uh, and I really enjoyed her. I think she's a good actress, but they definitely she's a plot device and she's something. They didn't just right. They didn't just objectify her. Like they treated her like as remarkable because she's attractive, right? And went deep on it, and then like cut to everybody in bikinis and like right and then at the end the last act is all her just like she they refer to her as the football she is literally an object right they yeah. pass her around and she's just there to accomplish the plot device of hacking into the thing doesn't matter who yeah. she is at that point she could be anybody right. and in general this movie is this franchise is not a lot about like characters you know there are people who are characters in it but i think a lot of it is the comes down to just the char- charisma of the actors right like right. you have people like Tyrese and Ludacris are they playing a role or are they just kind of playing an extension of themselves and that's why it's entertaining because they're just you know cracking jokes but there's not really a is there a defining characteristic I actually felt like they misused Tyrese in this one like his the the line of comedy he was supposed to have was so stupid in this one I don't know I always like what Ludacris gets but I felt like they he was underserved Tyrese in this one but I was thinking as we were watching it how there must be some pressure. This is obvious now that I'm saying it, but I I hadn't thought about it in the same way to constantly ratchet up everything, right? Well, now the explosions have to be explosionier and the fights have to be fightier and the chases have to be chasier, whatever that means. But what I appreciated here was that instead of being like, let's have the cars go even faster and more furious, it was like, maybe we can... Um, have a car scene indoors and like me and i thought that, that was fantastic oh i was really curious if they were going to have to credit you can't touch this because he's saying do 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 and they did um but uh 
I, I don't know. I, I thought that having a chase or a, a car driving around inside was fun. And then sure. driving between a building was fun. Yeah. Driving into a second building, that's where my suspension of disbelief was done. That <laughs> was the car suspension. But I, uh, I don't know. They really did go to Abu Dhabi. Sure. Yeah, well, you can't. That's that's a hard set to fake, I feel like. Yeah, yeah I I, I felt like trying to think about how to actually conceive of the things that I am I am thinking about this movie because I think it, it is definitely a spectacle and like you said ratcheting up every time is tricky while keeping things sort of um getting too ridiculous and I'm fine with the I'm fine with suspending my disbelief for most of it. I know exactly what I'm getting into at this point. And so yep. it's it's kind of like, all right, that's fine. Um, I think a lot of what worked for me about this movie is just, again, the intro- the addition of, like, this just seems like a movie where it's like, let's just get actor, let's get big names now, right? Like, let us ratchet this up by increasing, like, okay, we got Jason Statham. We got Kurt Russell, right? Like, we're just adding kind of big uh, uh, marquee names to our franchise to to have more eyeballs on us and that's fine i i think that's they have so much money i feel like from these franchises <laughs> that they can totally get away with that yep and i i thought the kurt russell's character was fine but i don't know this i thought is... i was convinced as i said to you during the film i was convinced he was going to be a bad guy because like guy. i really thought the plot was going to end up being like all right we got the tracker for you oh no the u.s government is using this tracker for nefarious purposes that was a mistake now we have to take them down and it's like a, that's not to say that's not a movie I haven't seen before, but also the movie doesn't really make any any bones about that, right? Like, they do hand over the tracker to the government, who I guess gives it to them to find Jason Statham. But, like, at the end of the day, what happens to it? That's actually not answered. I guess they destroy the version that the bad guys are using, but, like, does somebody still have that crazy surveillance software? Because that seems really dangerous. Yeah. It's not yep. that kind of movie, I guess. Oh, exactly right. I don't know. I think that the... I actually thought that overall the performances were better in this one than in some of them. Like the the way the actors are handling their jobs, mm-hmm. I thought was better. I still think that Vin Diesel has absolutely no charisma whatsoever, and he just makes me laugh unintentionally ninety eight percent of the time he's on screen. He is kind of a brick. Um, yeah, but like the, the Rock was super sidelined in this one. I guess because he and Vin Diesel hate each other. Well, also point. apparently originally he wasn't going to be in it because he was filming uh, Hercules. And then uh, they did con- add him, but like clearly as a still as a supporting character, right? Um, it, it looked like he had like three days on set. Yeah, yeah basically, <laughs> uh, maybe six. But uh, I don't know. It, I didn't hate it. I was expecting to dread. Well, I was dreading the hours we were going to spend watching, it and it didn't feel like horrible. I, did my wife text me many times saying, "When will this movie be over?" Yes, because <laughs> she wants to go to Six Flags, but. <laughs> fair but fair i i think they all drag i think except for the first one they're all too long like they definitely think that these movies are supposed to be closer to two and a half hours where i think they're supposed to be closer to one and a half hours yeah and that's just a difference of opinion that i and the producers of the fast and furious series have but as fast and furious movies go i thought this was a fine one i agree i think it was it was pretty, it was decent you know like i i had a fine time watching it i felt like it kept my attention through most of it the plot is still entirely nonsensical but at least had a veneer of of <laughs> sensibility around it so like you know we've moved from heists to spy movies all right sure and i felt like uh, enough of the new characters and uh sort of additional focus on the um changing up the stunts and the martial arts i feel like that really improved things uh this was a different director i believe than the previous ones 
Um, this is James Wan, who I think also might direct the next one. I'm not sure. Oh, he directed Aquaman too, which is also not a great movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It felt like it felt like st- the the formula got like a little bit mixed up and a little kept a little fresher. So that's good. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's some good stunts like the car driving out the windows. I thought was pretty pretty solid. I do agree with you that the continuous like nobody <laughs> nobody gets hurt, everybody survives these things except when the plot demands of course that they get killed. Right. It starts to feel increasingly ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, it's it's all right. It's all right. And I will even say I thought that the way that they handled Paul Walker uh, outside of the technological side, I thought that was smarter than I would have maybe expected from the series. Not that the people who make the movies aren't smart, but like it, it felt like it was handled with more grace than I associate with any movie of this genre. Sure. Well, I mean, it, clearly he's such a big part of this franchise and this family of of like the actual cast that it, it felt like they handled it well and you know with the with a due amount of reverence in terms of acknowledging his contributions and i'm sure this was a big a big blow to everybody who works on these movies and i thought they did a nice respectful job of sort of sending him off into the sunset yeah no i agree and i i felt like they just really without being too winking about it they sure. they acknowledged that this was you know emotional and uh, I, we still don't know what comes of his character i guess right because as far as we know he is just fine yeah well i mean i i think we're led to assume that he gets to live happily ever ever after which Seems yeah. fine. Uh, which it does raise for me this whole idea that like this franchise could continue well after all of its leads <laughs> have, right. have either moved on or died or whatever. Like I hope it doesn't. Yeah, I. It's funny, and I, I mentioned this to you as we were watching. I I didn't know that they were going to give him the happy ever after, which of course makes total sense. Yeah, I thought he might but, die, but then I was like, ah, that yeah, doesn't seem the, like the way they would pull it. That seems rough. Right, because but like the big thing in these movies is that you you know your heroes are invincible, and I was like, man, right, they're, they're going to get them now because they could, <laughs> yeah. but they never did. But it it does ratchet it also, it up. It also feels like it would have been kind of disrespectful to be like, and we yes. killed him in the in the movie. <laughs> yes, but it does make me wonder about the next one in terms of just like where that where this is going, because uh, it does feel like they have to change up some stuff. Yeah, and I can imagine Dom is on the phone to Mia, and. She's like, oh, yeah, everybody's fine. And you see, like, one fleeting shot of yes. Brian's arm as he carries two kids into the car. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm also curious that they... Ch- car chase. I'm interested in the fact that they um, <laughs> that they turn... So the Hobbs and Shaw movie is, of course, The Rock and Jason Statham. Given <laughs> the way that we left those characters, it's fascinating to me that they decided they to make... It. Like, I'm also kind of genuinely interested in that because I like both of those actors and I felt like they're fun, and as a result, I can understand why they decided to put them in a spinoff together. But from a plot perspective, they absolutely detest each other. <laughs> like, I'm kind of curious how that works. And I guess it helps that the Rock's character is not super close to to um, Han's character, or like, so that he doesn't have that whole like, "Well, you killed my best friend," right? Like, yes. So that you know given that the rock was somewhat distance from that i guess it makes more sense in terms of putting them in a franchise together like if it had been vin right. diesel and jason statham i feel like a not quite as charismatic and b harder to get over that whole you killed my friend thing right it's supposed to i feel like be reminiscent of the team up of of brian and vin diesel initially right right, like, right. yes exactly we were enemies but i respect what yeah, you can do grudging respect so i it made me it made me mildly more interested in that movie but 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 Statham killed many many people. Yes, and we're just going to ignore that. I feel. Like. Well, <laughs> but, 
Yeah. Such is the Fast and Furious well, you know, I mean, standard. Yeah, it's not, It's not. again, if you view these things more as comic book movies, you let a lot more slide because that's the kind of thing that happens in comic books literally all the time. It's like, oh, this guy was a bad guy, but now we're forced to work with them. That, that's just a trope. And I guess if you accept that so many, so many characters in the series who die then come back to life. Right. So if you accept that maybe that's what happened to all the innocent bystanders too, then it's fine. (laughs) They all got CPR or somebody told them a love story in their ear or they just weren't dead even though we thought they were. Or, Lex, let me just toss it out there. They're all ghosts now. Mm. This this uh, so not everybody watched along with us, but <laughs> there were many references. I think six references to ghosts and shadows in the film, possibly seven. Seven would make more sense. And uh, if you choose to watch Furious Seven with the notion that when they talk about them being ghosts, they really are, it's a far more interesting. <laughs> movie. I like the idea that it's just leading into that, though. Like by the twelfth yeah. Fast and Furious movie, it's like literally a supernatural movie. <laughs> All I'm trying to come up with is Fast and Furious puns that are related to the afterlife right now. <laughs> The vast and the spiritious. The ghast and furious. Clearly, Lex. Nice. Come on. Jeez. All right. We got one left after this. We've got Fate of the Furious. And then we will have caught yeah. up, except for the spinoff, which we are disregarding for the purposes of this season. We might come back to it at a later date, depending yeah. on how we feel. But yes, we've only got one left in this season. And we uh, really appreciate everybody out there tuning in for this fast and the furious watch through with me and lex having never seen it and uh yeah we're, we're glad that you've stuck with us this far and we hope you'll stick with us through one more oh my god it's full of cars <laughs> lex it's been a pleasure until next time dan until next time we, what do we tell our uh listeners out there there's only one thing we need them to do that's keep, keep watching, watching the, the cars, cars. You can make it in unison in post. (laughs) (laughs) We just keep jumping into shorter and shorter buildings and eventually you're on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Ha 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 ha